you know, and I always say to people is, you know, as sales leaders, so any sales leaders listening to this is manage the effort, not the final number. And this is where people get a little bit confused sometimes. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Richard Bexton of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments. Richard, super excited to have you on the show. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, sir. Yes, excited to have you on and hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we do that, I want to read a little bit more about Richard so you can hear about all the awesome things that he's working on. And regarded as a complete real estate investment and travel industry powerhouse, Richard has carved out in a truly niche business that that bridges the gap between all things travel, investment, and real estate related. Currently, the owner and chief investment officer for Namu Travel Group, current ranked Central Central America's largest luxury travel company. He's been in an industry since 2005, and Richard's professional experience spans everything from building, developing, and selling properties to land and vacation rentals and luxury retreats. He's also known as the owner's manual across both industry channels and has stretched his influence over major publications and platforms and has been featured by numerous respected organizations and news outlets, including Yahoo Finance, Forbes, Morningstar, and hosts his own weekly podcast and Interviewing the leading professionals in the travel, investment, and real estate sectors. Always the guy in the room you want to network with. Richard has been recognized and awarded for his hard work with various number one properties on Travel Advisor and highly performing yields. Richard, super excited to have you on the show. Hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. Are you ready to speak to, speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I'm very ready. I'm just, I just coming off that introduction that you just gave me. It was uh, Jennifer that works with me wrote that. It's kind of, I'm a little bit more humble than that. That was very, uh, <laughs> very glitzy and shiny. Yeah, well, glitzy and shiny because you're doing glitzy and shiny things. So um, it's good that she pulled it from all the work that you've been doing. And so I truly appreciate you for uh, bringing that to light. No worries. I mean, I'm sure you know what it's like. I mean, writing your own stuff is absolutely terrible. I mean, you kind of just play it down. So that when somebody else writes it, it sounds a lot better. Yeah, that's why we have to have a good, good team in place and make sure that they do write all the awesome things because sometimes we're a little too humble when we are doing phenomenal things like you are. Exactly. <laughs> nice. So um, I, I know we touched on all the, the accolades and accomplishments that you had. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Sure. Um, you know, so, I mean, this is going to go a little bit all over the place, but uh, I'll try and keep it as quick as possible. I'm originally from London, UK. Uh, even now, Brits are asking me, even though they're asking me if I'm from South Africa and Australia, but this is what happens uh, when, a, when a Brit spends, you know, the majority of their life outside of the UK. I was in Minnesota working for a hotel uh, group back then, and I met my now wife. Uh, this was back in 2002. She was from Costa Rica, hence how I got here, because I had no idea where Costa Rica was. Um, you know, and I ended up in Minnesota in the US, but that's a completely different ballgame, different story. But uh, came to Costa Rica the first time in 2002, loved it, moved here full time in 2005 uh, after I sold a business that I had in the UK. I was age 22. I got married. Um, I basically started as a sales job for a travel company, uh, which back then was Costa Rican Vacations. It was a very small business, maybe like seven, eight people. 
Um, I took a franchise of that company uh, and took it to Europe. It became very big within two years. And in 2007, the owners of Costa Rican Vacations, which is now Tra Namo Travel Group, basically bought my company. Uh, and then for that, again, I got cash and also shares in the business. Um, my focus has always been kind of more the sales and marketing side um, and it's kind of transitioned more to the development investment side, which we'll probably get to a little bit later. Um, but basically, that's it, you know, and since then, I've headed up the revenue uh, chief investment officer. Uh, I was the COO, head of sales, head of marketing, you know, CEO for a while. You know, we've done it all. Um, as they say here in Costa Rica, Soila, the person that does everything. So um, there's not a job in the business I haven't done. Um, today, we have a over 120, minute, 120 people in that business with $50 million in sales. Um, and just before COVID, I started to pivot more into kind of tourism development, real estate, you know, due to the need there, working with hoteliers, developers, just in individual investors buying vacation rentals here as well, wanting advice, you know, and we have all this data because, you know, we get about 150,000 people a year, uh, sorry, 150,000 people a month just visit our website. Uh, you know, we spend over $2 million a year with Google. So we have a clear picture of what people are looking for, what's the product and kind of really shaping that. You know, I have a passion for that part of the business, as you can probably tell. I love helping people. I say it's my greatest strength and my greatest weakness is helping people um, because I get sucked in sometimes to stuff like of helping people that really is not, you know, it's not helping me, but it's helping other people. But uh, and now I dedicate myself 100% to more kind of the development of, you know, tourism products here in Costa Rica with a small team um, and really just trying to shape the future of tourism here. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that's a lot of what you've been able to do to have that experience and the insight and be able to kind of help set people up for success. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on your, your organization, how you're making that impact, how you're helping out so many people. Sure. So, I mean, our travel company, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, we design custom vacations here to Central America. Uh, you know, we have experts in the country. Uh, you know, it's very difficult if you're in North America or somewhere else to get a real idea of what's going on in Central America. It's such a, you know, disconnected environment down here, but we have basically, you know, a lot of expats that live down here that custom design vacations. Um, you know, and on the tourism and vacation rental front, basically we provide a lot of consulting there because we do do a lot of vacation rentals. We do work with a lot of hotels here. You know, I, I mean, we, I deal with everything from, you know, big, larger investing groups down to small, you know, invest, individual investors that are just looking sometimes for just, they want a vacation rental here and they want to, you know, invest. So I'm just here to help them make the right decisions for them, you know, and also we provide some project management and also financing sometimes uh, to some of these, uh, you know, to some of these uh, investments. Uh, because it's in our interest, in our in our travel agency's interest to have that, because then we have more great product that we're able to help and define. And really, you know, we focus more on a luxury end client here. So helping to kind of really, you know, develop that, which there's, you know, a bit of a an opportunity there in the higher end market here in Costa Rica, because it's, you know, it's really underserved here. Nice. I, I love how you kind of created, it seems like for lack of a better term, a moat and that opportunity where you're able to kind of serve people in so many different ways. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, you know, the world is moving towards more of a process tech, not speaking with human beings. You know, I want to go completely opposite. And we've always done that in business, um, you know, which is I want the human to human interaction. I want to be able to speak with these people and understand really what they're trying to do. Yeah. Absolutely. And so would you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce? It could be for the organization, yourself personally, or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I, I think that there's kind of like, number one is data. You know, we use a lot of data that we get from clients. Um, you know, we base it kind of based on, you know, what clients are looking at, what are they booking? You know, what's the product that they're booking? What are they looking more for? 
Uh, and also, you know, another thing is just that human interaction. You know, I, I always say we care more. We always care more than our competition. We care more, you know, we'll do stuff that sometimes doesn't make us money. You know, the other day I had I had a client who, who was, uh, they just bought a beautiful home and they're looking to rent it. And they're like, hey, Rich, where do we get plates and knives and forks from? And I'm like, well, this is where you get it from. You're in the States, here in Costa Rica. I'd have one of my guys basically go out and get you plates and forks. I mean, that's just something small that like we didn't have to do. We could have just thrown it off and be like, that's where you get it. But we're like, you know, we care more and understand that like, look, we're here to kind of make their lives easier a little bit. Um, you know, so we'll do that for them or put them in contact with the people that they need. Um, and I think also one of the things is as well, Gresham is, you know, we've made the mistakes. Um, you know, we've built, we've developed, you know, we've lost money, we've lost millions of dollars, you know, doing certain things of like, and especially with the bureaucracy here in Central America, uh, and especially in Costa Rica, the red tape, the hoops that you need to jump through, it's very much here is, you know, and I'll, I'll probably mention it later is your network is your worth here, especially here in Costa Rica. And I think it is everywhere, but really here in Costa Rica where, you know, you need to know people to get stuff done. Um, you know, so, you know, that's one of our secret sources really is, you know, we have a very strong network of everything from, you know, I suppose people in local municipalities, the politicians all the way down to, you know, the guy that digs your well on your property. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I wanted to switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So I had two things. One of them I just covered, which is work your past clients. You know, I think that that's absolutely huge. I mean, if you're a CEO and you're not interacting with your clients and working past clients as well, you need to be doing that just because I think it really gives you a, you know, you can look at financial reports and strategies and stuff, but like your clients are going to give you the real, you need to be having interactions with them. They're going to give you the real story. You know, and that's why sometimes I love to hit the road and actually be with clients, uh, you know, when they're actually looking to invest because I, because they usually take a vacation with us as well. And it's kind of part of that investment, you know, consulting that I do as well. I actually get to see how their vacation goes and the mistakes that are made or things that we can improve from that. And that kind of, you know, refeeds back into the business. The other thing which I'm really, which I really guard, Gresham, is what I call my Einstein hours. You know, so these are my hours during the day where I'm the most productive, you know, which is usually between the hours of about eight and 10 in the morning. I guard this time. I have a meeting every single day with myself from eight to 10. Nobody can have a meeting with me from that time because I do my most difficult and important tasks. I needed to work on some financial modeling this morning, which is really difficult for me. I'll procrastinate on it, you know, um, but once I'm into it, I'm into it. Uh, you know, so I use that time between eight and 10 as what I call my Einstein hours to really focus on the most difficult stuff that I have, you know, in my to-do list. Nice. I, I love that. And especially like, um, you know, a lot of times what you mix and, and create space for is what actually happens, what actually comes to fruition. So creating those Einstein hours, I'm actually might borrow that from you as well, too, because I think that's such a great opportunity to be able to make sure that you are taking care of the things that are essentially moving the needle forward. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. I like to say it might be something you would tell your younger business self if you were to hop into a time machine. I think it's, we, I mentioned it earlier, which is like your network is your network. The reason being is when I was younger, you know, I'd kind of lock myself in a room and I'd kind of work away. Um, but then, you know, I started to kind of have lunches, you know, have coffees, have dinners with people uh, and meet as many people as I could. The reason being is, you know, just Having those contacts whenever anything is needed, whether that's, you know, a good tax lawyer, whether that's a good tax accountant, you know, whether that's just a good lawyer or a real estate lawyer. So that's kind of my CEO nugget is, you know, especially for any young people out there, or if I was to go back and tell myself would just be, you know, just grow your network, uh, you know, and just meet people, have coffee, sit down, talk, see how you can help people. You just never know what's going to come from it. 
Um, you know, and I always say to people is, you know, as sales leaders, so any sales leaders listening to this is manage the effort, not the final number. And this is where people get a little bit confused sometimes, which is if you've guys seen the movie Moneyball, um, remember that when the, uh, when the, uh, I think it was the statistician there, uh, you know, kind of came back with all the effort stats of what they needed to make, you know, a great team was you need to manage sales like that. You need to be managing it basically on how many calls, how many follow-ups, how many quotes, how quick did they respond as well, et cetera, et cetera, you know? So, cause that's where you can have impact. If you change those numbers, you'll change the app, the final outcome, but you can't change the final outcome just by looking at it or shouting you know, because it's a sum of its metrics. So you need to change those metrics to basically uh, change the change the sum. You can't measure it, you can't improve it, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to ask you down my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote-unquote CEOs on the show. So Richard, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think in general, it's basically doing the most good in the world while making money. Uh, so it's just finding a way to, 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 you know, to deliver, I mean, basically, you know, great service, helping people um, while also doing the most good. We have quite a few charities as well. I think every business should have a charitable arm in one way or the other um, and also make money as well. I mean, you've got to make money because you've got to live and the business has to grow basically to kind of recycling that and also putting people in the right positions. You know, what are their strengths and how do we allow, how do we put them in the position and give them the tools and the training, you know, to be basically be the best self, but also you know, I like to have fun, you know, and if I'm not having fun, you know, I don't want to do it. So, and I always say to my people, if you're not having fun, let me know, because often that means you are in the wrong role in the business. So, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we have to kind of understand that, you know, life is a process, business is a process, our positions are sometimes a process and a journey. So, you know, you have that opportunity to kind of maybe develop other skills and opportunities. But I love what you said uh, of doing the most good, because the most good can, of course, be, you know, our clients and customers that we're working with. But it's also internal, the team that we have, how are we serving the people that are on our teams as well, too? Are we making sure they're in the right place so that they can have fun, they can succeed and they can excel? So I truly appreciate that definition. I, of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I want to do now, which is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can subscribe to your podcast, find out about all the awesome things that you're working on as well. You know, I think just in general, I'd say to people, you know, just stay strong when the tough gets, when it feels tough, it means that you're uh, basically you're near the peak, you know, just keep pushing through because when it gets tough is when most people give up. So if you want to separate yourself from the, uh, from the flock, you know, basically don't give up when it gets tough, ignore the naysayers, take risks, you know, and especially if you're young, take risks. I mean, even if you're older, take risks, you know, I mean, it's basically the rewards come from the risks. And, you know, I, as I think I mentioned there, you know, life's too short, live, live your own dream, not someone else's, you know, worst case scenario, you can always go and find a job. Jobs are easy to find, uh, you know, but you only get one life and, you know, it goes pretty quickly. So, you know, says a 40 year old guy, uh, you know, life goes pretty quickly, but the majority of, you know, I'd say elder people in their seventies and eighties is just, I couldn't believe how quickly it went. And I, you know, and I wish I would have done this and I wish I would have done that. And a lot of the time it's, you know, they wish they would have stood up on their own, their own two feet and lived their own life, you know, rather than basically living somebody else's. So anyway, and I mean, I think to get in the best way to get in contact with me, you can go to LinkedIn, the two, uh, Richard Bexon, B-E-X-O-N. Uh, also, you, uh, I have a podcast as well, um, which is called Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments, where we interview everyone from, you know, interior designers, architects and developers. Um, you know, we had uh, Vacasa's sales director on the other day to people that have made investments here in Costa Rica and, uh, you know, to realtors, what they would invest in, et cetera. So you can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, it's, it's everywhere. 
Um, or you can email me info at investingcostarica.com. That's info at investingcostarica.com. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Want to make it even easier, Richard. We'll have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can subscribe and reach out to you uh, and see how many phenomenal things come from just having um, that conversation. And, and I love that last part because I think so many times we can get caught in risk being something that we, we should run away from, but it's something you can kind of lean more into because a lot of times when you don't do anything, you're actually taking a far bigger risk than you are by sometimes taking those steps. So thank you so much for doing that and remind us of how important that is. And, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Fantastic. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Get your driven CEO gear at ceogear.co. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.